Hey. Hey. Hold up. Can I talk my shit again? Uh. Feel me? <laughs> Send this motherfucker. Alright. <laughs> On my Joe Budden shit. I was about to start the podcast, right? Then I just said to myself, can I talk my shit again? Then I thought like, hey, I'm finna open this shit up with some motherfucking yay, nigga. And it's a reason too. You know what I'm saying? It's 5.30 in the morning. I just got off work. But anyways, all right. Let me get back to it. Put my phone down. But, uh... Oh, shit. But, yeah. This ain't gonna be too long. Because the nigga is really kind of tired. But, uh... Yeah. Let me tell y'all why I can't leave yay. Hold up, I can hear this music still in the background. And it's low-key throwing off my train of thought. I can remember. Hold on, let me get my shit on this side. My shit. Alright, there we go. Um I can remember I was in fourth grade. And I was about to go to sleep. So every night before I would go to sleep, damn near, I would um play music. <clears throat> Excuse me. I play music. I listen to the radio, have my little boom box, and I just go to sleep, listen to music, right? And I remember hearing this this this, this was the order. This was the order. Only two songs. But goddamn, that was a knockout punk. Hell of a combo. First, it was Biggie and Pac. The um, I forgot the name of it, but the running. Why am I dying to live if I'm just living to die? I grew up, you know that joint, right? So that comes on, right? Then right after that, this is my first time ever. My first time ever. Right after that, motherfucking. I'm like, yo. First, I don't even know who the fuck this Kanye nigga is. But I'm just thinking in my head like, damn. These were, like, the radio really did a number right here. It's like 10 o'clock at night. They just played. I was like, these are two hard-ass songs that just came on back to fucking back. That was my first time ever listening to Kanye. So think back to what I just told you. Fourth grade. One of my best friends, AJ, fucking hates Ye right now. Growing up my entire life, we've always been the biggest Kanye fans. I don't really need to explain it. We understand where Kanye's at right now. or Well, maybe we don't understand where he's at. But we see what the fuck he's doing. My nigga, AJ's... He's been fucking hating Kanye since Yeezus. Now, this is before Kanye's even been doing the wild shit. He's just been, like, hating my nigga since fucking Yeezus. Because he didn't like the Yeezus album. Now, let me put this in perspective. And my nigga AJ know this. He's a hater. <laughs> my nigga Ank is one of the biggest haters I know. And that shit be funny as fuck. It be so funny. He hates fucking, he hates Ye right now. So he hated Yeezus. The Life of Pablo drops. He doesn't like it at all. Ye drops. He doesn't like it at all. So with Kanye doing all this shit, like my nigga can't wait to get Kanye the fuck up out of here. Along with what seems to be like majority of, of the population, especially the black community, niggas can't wait to get fucking Kanye out of here. This is my thing, though. This is my thing, though. 
Hold up. Look me in my eyes so y'all niggas know I'm telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? Hold up. I've had a relationship. Here I am, 27 years old. I've had a relationship with Kanye West music since fourth grade. So that had to be 10, I think, 10 or 11. Nah, nah, a little younger than that. So, yeah, anywhere between 9 and 10. Anywhere, yeah, 9 and 10, I believe I was in fourth grade. Because I was in fourth grade when, so I was 10. I was 10. I was nine going on 10. There we go. Nine going on 10 because I got held back and shit. You know, just in case y'all trying to do the math. I'm not a dumb nigga, but you know, shit happens. <laughs> All right. How how I'm supposed to turn my back on that? I don't, how? How am I supposed to turn my back on, on a... On a relation, y'all, y'all, I literally did damn near a three, damn near four hour podcast with my ex a few weeks ago. We next month we'll be going on only knowing each other for two years. We were only dating for shit, eight months. I barely can walk away from her. How the fuck I'm supposed to just walk away from gay? And this is what I'm saying. Like, I had to break it down to my nigga last week. And uh, and I like that he felt like... I, I I like that he finally felt where I was coming from. Because he's always just calling me, you know, a biased Kanye fan. And I am biased. I'm biased as fuck. That's my nigga, yay. You know, oh, Don Dick riding and this and that. But I'm like, look at here. My pops... Has I didn't done so much fucked up shit growing up as a kid, shit like that. I didn't had so many conversations with my pops that that just easily could have went left. Like not and not even like like on me and him like arguing or about the fighter those wild shit like that, but just like perspective. Perspective, just simple perspective. Uh, easily could have went left, and I won't really go into it. But I will say, you know how some you you know how some kids or some people like don't have relationships with their parents or good relationships with their parents, and it really when you like if you sit back and think about it, or they tell you or whatever, like, and it really be like some dumb shit, like. Like some like some parents will really just say, you know, fuck like really just throw away their kids. Fuck their kids over like some tattoos or smoking weed or not getting not, you know, going to college or some like will really just shun them. You know what I'm saying? Like so I say that to say my pops never did that. We've had talks about shit, just unconditional love. No matter how many times I fucked up, unconditional love. Because he's been there. I'm his son. That's a relationship. That's a bond. My brother. All this shit that he's done growing up, selling drugs and shit like that. My pops knew about it. Did he like it? Hell no. He didn't. No, he didn't like it. He didn't want his fucking son Selling drugs and might fuck around and go to jail. And my brother did end up going to jail. Uh, you think my pops was happy about that shit? Fuck no. My brother fucked up once. My pops helped him out. Showed him mad love. You know, showed him mad love. Lawyer fees and shit like that. Like, showed him mad love. But he could have just been like, you know, you fucked up. You got to sleep in this bed. And there's no wrong in that. But I'm simply saying unconditional love. He just ain't give up. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just ain't say, fuck you, my nigga. Like, because that's his child. That's how I look at Ye. That's really how I look at my relationship with the artists and the artistry of Kanye West. 
how can I don't understand how my nigga can be doing all this dumb now it's dumb shit and do we understand what it is yet hell no I have no idea what my nigga Ye is doing when he when I'm listening to him talk uh, some of this shit makes sense some of this shit does make sense and stuff uh but I don't understand I don't really I don't understand the end goal right now like what are you trying to accomplish I don't get it I don't get it you know and of course we all uh Come on, of course, of course we're not fucking with Trump. I get that. But guys, this is Kanye West. This is somebody that we've loved. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, people are so invested to get gay the fuck up out of here. But how how could you how how could you be that invested? Especially people of like my generation, like my age range. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of understand, like, the old head niggas, like, like, T.I. and shit like that. Like, I'm done with Ye. Because, like, you know, like, they grown-ass men. And I'm a grown-ass man, too. But, like, when they, when Ye came out, they were grown-ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't expect him. I don't expect them to have that, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Not impact. Not that I don't expect Ye to have that impact on people, but like, come on, like, I grew up with Ye. They didn't grow up with Ye. You know what I'm saying? So, my thing, I'm like, how in the fuck are people so invested of hating Kanye right now, but you want to get him out of here? I don't get it. Like, what am I? I, what am I trying to? How am I? How do I want to explain this? Okay, to take it back, like with the analogy with uh, uh, a parent and a child. Your child do some foul shit at eighteen years old, and you just cancel them because it happens. And I'm not talking about like foul shit, as in they tried to kill them or. Maybe tried to rob them blind. Not like not the the super super foul shit, but just like some you know just some shit you don't agree with, and you just don't rock with your child anymore. So now I gotta ask: Did you ever love your child? Like how were you really? Were you how how were you ever able to really look your child in the face and say that you loved them and cared for them? All right, I forgot to clear my card on my phone. But anyways, so yeah, how how, how could you how how could you look at your child and be like, I loved you, like for eighteen years, and then all of a sudden, like you really just done with him, like that don't hurt. Like how you must not have ever you couldn't have never you couldn't have ever cared that much, you couldn't have. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm that's my thing with Yay. People doing all this and that. You couldn't have ever cared that much. You never you couldn't have ever been that invested as a fan of Kanye West music, which is no biggie if you weren't. No biggie at all. But then my thing is, well, why the fuck would you care now? Why would you like me? I don't care. I don't give a fuck to hear what the fuck Ye's talking about with this shit. I don't care. My nigga, my nigga AJ hit me up. AJ and Major, they hit me up like talking, talk, just talking about the video and shit when he went to go uh, talk to Trump at the White House. And I'm just like, I seen one clip. Where he was talking about, you know, guns aren't the problem. Illegal guns are the problem. I seen one clip. That was it. Then I get in the group chat. They like, go watch it. I watched 20 minutes of it. I felt like I wasted 20 minutes of my life. Nothing that Ye said and that I, I I didn't care to hear what the fuck Ye was talking about. Now, while I watched it, I seen two things. I seen that some of this shit was interesting. Then I noticed that it just seemed like he was rambling a lot. It seemed like he wasn't even talking to Trump. He was literally there because he knew that was going to give him the most attention and he was just fucking talking. That's what I got from out of that shit. 
If it's not the music, I don't give a fuck about what the hell Kanye is talking about. I don't care. Before, and that's why I be trying to tell niggas, like, before, see, in our generation right now, in this era of music or this era of celebrity, especially music, talent is second or third. When Ye first came out, no, my nigga, talent was everything. Before I knew Kanye West's personality, I heard through the wire. One of the first times I ever really heard bars and I just was like, damn, those were some hard ass bars. Not that that was the first time I heard bars, but that was the first time I acknowledged some dope ass bars. I'm in the pocket like wallets. I got the bounce like hydraulics. I can't call it. I got the swirl like alcoholics. That was talent. That was music. That's what Ye gave me. That's all I ever cared about. All I ever cared about. So now. Because he do. Come on, man. Y'all niggas is y'all niggas is in this shit too deep, man. And this this wild ass cancel culture shit. Just like I don't understand where this shit came from. Like niggas just what? Niggas want to get yay out of it. We're like y'all. We talking about yay. We. <clears throat> How long I've been talking about this? For 16 minutes? Come on, man. Come on, man. We talking about motherfucking yay, my nigga. Like, niggas be talking crazy about yay and disrespecting yay to the core. His name. As if, my nigga, if he didn't fall off the earth tomorrow. Nick, like, come on. Y'all know the world. In 2018, if Kanye West died tomorrow, Lord forbid god i feel terrible for even just saying it to using as an example putting that energy out there because this is yay in 2018 the world is going to stop for two whole days two whole fucking days the world is going to stop come on my nigga has lived long enough to see himself become the villain it's not cool, bro. It's not cool, bro. It's not fucking cool. I don't like that shit. Like, I understand that niggas can disagree. I understand that it does look crazy. I understand that he do be talking wild. Why do we give a fuck? Why do... Why Why the fuck do... Like, why, why are niggas... I don't like how are niggas. Why do niggas care about yay speaking for them? Since when has yay ever like since when just because he says some shit that we agree with about George Bush during Katrina that he don't give a fuck about black people. Now all of a sudden he was just like, no, he been talking wild. He been reckless off the cuff. We seen it. We seen it. Now all of a sudden that he went that he didn't flipped. Now it's too much for niggas to handle. Now niggas talking about some. We want to trade Kanye. We want to trade him to the to a different race, like a race, like the shit. What? Y'all niggas is stupid. Y'all niggas is dumb. Shut the fuck up. Talk about some trading, some goddamn Kanye West. Oh, I can spit on. Oh, that shit got me hot right now. I ain't gonna lie, man. Shit got me hot. Shit got me hot, man. Gonna trade some goddamn... Man, like my nigga ain't fucking made through the wire. Like he ain't made Jesus wall. Goddamn it, like he ain't just dropped 30 hours. All right, whatever, man. Y'all niggas is stupid. That's all I'm gonna say. Y'all niggas is stupid. He's a fucking celebrity. Man, go talk to your goddamn mama, man. Go talk to your daddy or your uncle, whoever whoever was in your life growing up. And if you ain't had nobody else, 
if all you had was yay to look up to, then all right. Maybe you can feel a little disappointed. But even then, you ought to be watching your tone. You ought to be watching your tone, man. Come on. Come on, man. Look. <sighs> Niggas got me hot with this cancel culture shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm on motherfucking Instagram, right? I'm on Instagram. I seen some shit earlier today about Brother Nature or some shit. I'm like, who the fuck is Brother Nature? You know? And then I seen some shit on Instagram. Uh, Schultz. He wrote this long post about, you know, people trying to digging up old tweets. I'm like, who the fuck is this brother? I'm thinking it's some old nigga. Then I get on Twitter. It's the nigga that be talking to deers. I said, what? This nigga? So I read the shit. He talking stupid. Fam. Y'all. He was 12, 12 years old. And this is what I'm saying, bro. This is what I'm saying, bro. Now, I'm not trying to make this parallel because it's not really in the same ballpark. But for me. But for me. The age goes back to it. With X. Was the shit that he did was wild, fucked up, whatever the case Alright, no doubt I ain't even fitting to Nah, y'all got it I, I, Cause I don't agree Not with the sentiment But the actions No, I don't My nigga was what, 16, 17 years old Wilding the fuck out Really just wilding the fuck out Being young and dumb That was some young and dumb Ferocious shit He was young Unfortunately he passed a chance of redemption. Didn't get to get it. It's unfortunate. We looking up tweets about a nigga talking stupid when he was 12 years old. I couldn't. I, I can't even. Let me tell y'all something I did. Again, back in fourth grade. This girl. That I, I don't even know we were dating. I don't know. She might have just been in my class. I don't know. I remember calling her house. <laughs> this is what this shit hurt me too. This shit hurt me. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm gonna get to it. Cause it low-key broke my heart when my daddy told me this shit. I called this girl, right? Got my brother on the phone. Three-way my sister. Called this girl's house. Left a voicemail dogging her out. Every cuss word under the under the moon. I'm talking shit about her. I'm talking shit about her mama. Just, just, just talking cash money. Why? I couldn't tell you. I don't know why. I mean, I'm sure back then I had a reason. That really wasn't a reason. But somehow I rationalized it. It was probably just being stupid or maybe thinking I was funny. I don't know. I have no idea. Just talking mad, wild, crazy. I was in fourth grade. Now, this is the part that hurt me. Then I'm going to get to, you know, back to the cancel shit. I remember <laughs> talking this shit, right? So they let my parents hear the motherfucking uh, voicemail because, like, the cops got involved and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, which I guess is understandable thinking back, you know, but even then it's still kind of funny. Uh, it's still kind of funny to think like, you know, how upset, not upset, but just like, I guess how, cause I don't think I was threatening the girls. I don't believe I was doing that. I believe I was just talking shit, you know, but I don't believe I was threatening the girls, but maybe I was, I don't know. Honestly, I can't remember. Oh. Uh, but, you know, the cops came to my house and shit, you know what I'm saying? But I remember my pop saying, like, uh, nigga, you want to talk about somebody's mama? Yours ain't even around. <laughs> Man, when I mean that shit hit me like a fucking ton of bricks, like, damn, this nigga right. Who the fuck am I? Damn, ma, where you at? You just really, like, gave one up on my pops right here in this moment. <laughs> Had me feeling like a real, like... Shit bag, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, nigga, you really like, nigga, you ain't even got no mama. You got nerve to talk about somebody else's mama. 
<laughs> yeah, that was cold-hearted. But I was in fourth grade saying some stupid shit. I was in sixth grade saying dumb shit. I can't even imagine the type of, like, my nigga. Like, especially with my niggas. Like, how we was really out here giving it up. Just why, like, I, look, I was just talking to, uh, I was just talking to my shorty. We was kicking it over the weekend. And we were just talking about, like, I was like, you know what, like, low-key, thank God that social media wasn't popping when I was in high school. Like, my senior year, Instagram was just starting to, like, kick off. Not even, like, buzz, like, jump it. Like, it was really just starting to kick off. Like, my senior year, niggas was still going back and forth between Facebook and MySpace, my G. Feel me? And we like, yo, like, shout out, like, not having social media back then. Because niggas would have been caught. All the parties and shit we used to throw, like, because we would have been young and dumb. Everything would have already, everything would have been on the phone. Everything would have been online. I think about Kara's party. I think about Kara's party. What would social media would have been if we would have had Kara's party? Come on, man. Thank God we ain't had that shit. This man is 12 years old. He 20 now. I can't even imagine the kind of dumb shit he be thinking now. I can't even think about the stupid shit that I would say or was just thinking at 21. Hell, even 23. I, t- I, I, I tell my shorty all the time. I say, I ever get famous, be prepared for hella sex tapes to come out the woodwork. Y'all know how I y'all already heard the, the podcast, how I was out here fucking these white wives and shit. Some of them is on tape. Hell, I got one on my I got one on the hard drive myself. They probably gonna pop out once they fucking recognize a nigga face. All kind of crazy, just raunchy ass text and shit like that. It's gonna come out. Don't even trip though. Like my nigga Ye said, any story you ever heard about me was true and legendary. I think about my YouTube page, 15, 15 episodes deep, anywhere between 8 to 15 minutes long. Phil's Avenue. I didn't make it X-rated. I only made it good enough to be juicy to watch. And that was for me and my niggas. It's for the world, but I really made it for my... It's out there for the world to see, but I really made it for my niggas. I always told myself, if I ever get famous, I ever get popping. I'm going to hit all my niggas up in the group chat. Take a vote. Do y'all want to let this shit live, or do y'all want me to delete it? If it's not too late. I'm not really tripping. I don't really think nigga any of the homies is tripping, but I can understand how it could look like. I can understand how niggas would try to get us the fuck up out of here. Here I am, a young nigga from the Noke. Hell, like I tell my daddy all the time, nigga, I was more than content with graduating high school and getting a job in motherfucking Yokohama. Never in my never in my life thought I'd be joining the military. Nigga, I moved to Houston as soon as I graduated high school. That was never supposed to be the plan. That wasn't the plan until goddamn the spring of my, you know, fucking like third semester of my motherfucking senior year. What? Me? Leaving a note? Nah. Never seen it. Then you gonna let a young nigga like me go to Korea? Leave the whole goddamn country? Come on, man. Then I leave Korea. Then I hit the motherfucking Philippines. At 23, I went to the Philippines with money in my pocket. Friends that I still fucking talk to every single day till this day, four years later. Wildin'. Wildin'. You think I'm supposed to, you think I'm fitting to be ashamed? 
Because I was putting my dick in all them hoes? No. Am I proud of it? Looking back, because it was wild? I ain't going to say I'm proud. But I'm for damn sure not about to hang my head low for a good time. Nigga, I had a great time. Shit, I didn't even know shit like that existed in the world. I didn't know. No. No. Niggas, they'd be crazy. You could try to get me the fuck up out of here. I won't be ashamed of it. No, sir, Bob. So I say that to say, niggas is really because he said some hell Hitler. And First off, the nigga is what? Mexican, maybe? Dominican or some shit like that? That alone, first off, he's 12. Then look at his ethnicity, his race. That alone should just be enough to be like, whatever. Because you got to think about it. He's not white. If you anything other than white in America, you going through the same struggle. Even Asians. Now, Asians probably got it the second best. Because they got mad money. You know. They total on a white too. You know. Like for me. Personally. Only people that just rub me the wrong way. I'm going to get upset. Saying the N word. White people. Asians. That's because growing up. Where I'm from. I never really met an Asian. That wasn't. I, And this is going to be ignorant. I never felt like I met an Asian, an Asian person to where when I was around them or interacted with them and I could just be like, damn, that was some real Asian shit of you. Like I never met an Asian person and I felt like I got a piece of Asian culture, especially where I'm from in Roanoke and in my school and shit. Like every Asian person I ever met could have easily been white. Easily. Easily could have been white. So that alone and just yeah, that just you know, like nah, y'all niggas nah. And then going to Korea and then actually seeing like them niggas was like low key hella racist to black people. You know, so yeah, you know. But come on, man. How how fucking serious are you gonna take a twelve year old Spanish Latino Little nigga serious about saying some Nazi shit or calling Jay-Z a monkey. Okay, he called Jay-Z a monkey. Really, he just got the animals mixed because Jay-Z really looked like a camel. That's all. This shit's stupid, man. People be hating. That's really all it is. It's just hate. It's just fucking hate, bro. This nigga then got online, made some funny-ass videos about feeding reindeer. (laughs) The fuck around got a little celebrity to him. Probably made a couple dollars from this shit. And niggas then went up, then went through his Twitter, and just... Fam, he was 12, he's 20 now. So niggas that went back eight years through his Twitter, who does that? Who the fuck has time to do that? I was thinking about that shit as I was taking a shower because like I said, it's five something in the morning. I know I want to uh, record a pod, but I'm like, damn, what the fuck do I want to talk about this week? Because kind of I was like, I the, the only other shit that I wrote in my phone was like through conversation. Like I had a couple topics, but I was saving it for uh the next time I, I try to get my homegirl uh uh Ramaka on. So those were like the only so I'm like, damn, but I need to do a poly. So so uh when I seen that shit, I said, oh word. Cause I knew I kinda wanted to talk about the yay shit, but I was like, oh, it might be old or whatever the case may be. But then once I seen this, I saw, oh yeah, now I'm definitely finna speak about yay. Cause it's the same shit. It's intertwined, you know? And uh, so anyways, I, I get to thinking and I'm like, all right, so I really don't even be on Twitter like that. 
I think the last time I looked at my Twitter, I think I might have tweeted like maybe maybe like 2,000 times or some shit like that. And I've been having Twitter for a handful of years, you know. I don't know. Maybe since like 2012, 13 or some shit like that. And, uh, and I'm just thinking like, damn. I wonder what would be the shit that a motherfucker would find in my Twitter. Because I couldn't tell you. Hell, I couldn't tell you some of the shit I just tweeted two weeks ago. I couldn't tell you. Like, uh, uh, I, I'm sure I said some wild shit earlier this year about lesbians. Uh, because my girl made me mad. You know, she broke my fucking heart. So I was really just, I was really out here feeling a way about lesbians. And that shit really hurt me. Because I'm not that type of nigga to, to just be mad and just feel hate towards people you know what i'm saying but damn every time i seen lesbian couples just walking around happy and shit smiling and i'm like damn she happy as fuck with her girl i was tight about that shit i ain't hate them but i was tight about that shit you know like damn lesbians y'all got too much game too much fucking game i can't compete <laughs> but that's how i was feeling that's how i was feeling that's how i was feeling you know oh uh, but yeah man it's just like what the fuck bro he was a kid like even i'm 27 right now i'm 27 i don't give a fuck go back to my tweets this year go back to my tweets at at three years ago i can i'm i'm sure because this was the last time i can really like so i used to never be on twitter right but when we used to be in korea and we have exercises we'd have exercises uh on base so that's just like you know we would simulate being low-key like at war i guess like low-key at war like a deployment but it would be on base so i'd be in my truck we we went from my regular little eight hour shifts to 12 hour shifts the jets are flying all damn day like we really working like when we had exercises my nigga the base is shutting down for anywhere between four to seven maybe 10 days and niggas is working balls to the wall working i'm on night shift though so i'm in the truck just kicking it low-key for 12 hours that's when i really would be on my twitter shit because i'm bored so i just be going ham on twitter you know and uh yeah so it's just no it's just no telling but again like i was saying last week the fact that people were grow the fact that people I, I don't understand where this perfection comes from in humanity i don't get it i don't get where this just sense of being perfect or just feeling that everyone is perfect i don't understand this shit and i guess it's all social media you know people will just posting shit all the time uh, their pictures, their videos, you know, when they're out in the club, just looking like life is great or whatever. So I guess that has just like spilled over into real life or or morality. I guess like people's highlight reels of just like the perfect night or the perfect time, just the perfect moment. I guess that has spilled over into morality and people being perfect. Cause I can't understand. I just I don't, I can't even wrap my head around like I can't. I just can't under like if if somebody would do that to a twelve year old, then where does it stop? Cause nowadays, like in twenty eighteen, uh, toddlers know how to use smartphones. A six year old can get on Twitter and do some and like type some shit. So does it, so I guess like, I guess it starts these days at like a basic level of reading. So what, what would that be? Second grade, first grade, second grade, like a basic understanding of the English language is when judgment begins. I assume. It has to. If somebody, cause this is, a, cause like it's really a thing on Twitter. 
And people are like really like trying to defend a motherfucker doing this shit. And and I just can't understand like how at 12 years old like <laughs> Am I going to be mad if it happened? Yes. A 12 year old I remember watching something a 12 year old uh kids a child two kids were play were wrestling. A child died. Trying to do something that they seen on TV, emulating wrestling, end up killing the end up killing one of the kids. That kid does not deserve to spend the rest of his life in prison. I'm not gonna say that a punishment. God, I, ugh, this is a fine line. I'm not going to say that a harsh punishment. Now, of course, something has to happen. I'm not going to say that something doesn't have to happen. Of course, something has to. But like, say an 11-year-old tries to uh, give somebody the pedigree or a stone cold stunner or a tombstone. Like, like Kane. I always used to look at the tombstone like, damn, that looks... The head straight down like the neck. You know what I'm saying? A kid's playing and he gives another kid a tombstone. Kills him. Because he broke his neck or some shit. Does he deserve life in prison? Does he deserve even 10 years? Like, like Like what is that punishment? You know what I'm saying? And and again, kids do. And of course, we've seen. We've seen stories and heard stories of kids you know committing heinous acts and shit like that uh i I guess and that's where nuance comes in i guess you know that's where nuance comes in where you really just gotta look at the shit you know what i'm saying uh (laughs) i just left fucking halloween mike went on the murder you know they had to keep that nigga in forever the nuance was that nigga was pure evil. But let me, I'm not even going to take it there to that extreme because that's beyond the point and I can't even really, you know, formulate what I'm trying to say with that. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't even going to go there. But anyways, back to Brother Nature. Once again, y'all niggas is stupid. But yeah. I just don't get it, man. Like, there's a lot of, like, this whole going back and digging up people's, like, come on, man. Like, no, I don't understand where, like, why niggas can't grow. Why people can't think different. Like, I grew up with people. I went to a white school. I remember growing up with one homegirl. Perfect example. People change. People grow. You got to allow that shit. Here's the examples on both sides. I ain't even going to say names. I grew up with with one girl. We were friends all throughout elementary school, right? I can remember it towards the end of sixth grade and damn near all of seventh grade. Her and another girl I was cool with, who she was best friends with, uh, with, went from just being regular, preppy little white girls or whatever to straight Dixie Outfitters. If you don't know what Dixie Outfitters is, that's just uh, people that only wear like they just wear the Confederate flag. They just wear that's all they wear. It's just shirts with the Confederate flag. Dixie outfit. That's what it's called. Dixie Outfitter. And she was low key like really with the shits too, like kind of like racist to it. Like low key like really just went there with it. She low key went there with it. Had a solid two year run. With that shit. Then for whatever reason. She realized that you know. That's just not her crowd. That's not how she trying to give it up. She not trying to be like. That's not who she is or whatever. She not like that no more. We forgave. It's what it is. I knew another girl. 
uh, a girl that I was dating all throughout high school, throughout through uh, most of high school, one of her best friends, uh, straight up Dixie Outfitter. She was like that forever. She was like that forever. I'm talking about all from what I can remember from like middle school all the way up until like her senior year. I can remember that shit. Straight Dixie Outfitter. Couldn't stand like black people and shit. Like all she hung out with was motherfuckers from Botetot, Clover, like Daleville. What was the shit? Cloverdale, whatever the fuck. Like just straight rednecks. All of a sudden, didn't want to be like that no more. I believe she got a mixed baby now. I don't know. But she changed. She changed. Motherfuckers gang banging shit throughout their life. All of a sudden they change. Motherfuckers be doing dumb shit, getting in trouble. Me. All of a sudden, you change. You grow up. People grow up. People's minds develop. Since when did the right, like, I don't, oh my God. I, I don't even feel like I can drive it home enough. So I'm just not anymore. But I'm just going to continue to say, nigga, y'all niggas is stupid. Y'all fucking stupid. Now I'm going to end it with last week. I seen two movies, mid-90s on Thursday, after class, Hollywood, uh, Arclight. I liked the movie. It was a cool movie. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, though. And I think that's just for the simple fact that, like, most of the characters weren't actors. So that kind of, like, you know, you can kind of feel it a little bit. So that kind of just, you know, well, you can kind of feel it. That they weren't actors. So I'd probably say that's like my only gripe, honestly. Yeah, that's my only gripe. It's just that the people that weren't actors, sometimes you could just tell that they weren't actors. And when you fucking uh, go see A Star is Born the week before and you're fucking crying and shit, like, you know, sometimes, you know, you can't really knock it, but sometimes it's hard to get over it, you know. But it was a cool movie. It was a cool movie. Uh, you know, a fucking fight, a full out fight happened right in front of me. Literally the row right in front of me, which, uh, you know what? And let me say this. I hate niggas that want attention. Like, I'm not like me. I'm, I'm <laughs> that was, okay. All right, whatever. I'll just put it in this context for the point. I am doing this podcast. I am making music. I am in L.A. because I want attention. Attention is somehow going to bring me some money. I want to grind for it. I'll put the work in. Whatever. I hope to get it. I hate niggas that be in the movie theaters and want attention by going the cheap route and just feeling they're special and want to root and cheer and shit all throughout like so the cats ended up getting into the fight right from the very beginning of the movie from the very start i'm already just thinking in my head like these niggas is fitting to be annoying i wish somebody would just tell them to shut the fuck up now i wasn't gonna do it because i'm not trying to be a hero but i wish somebody would tell them to shut the fuck up or i wish they would just shut the fuck up and just realize like other people are trying to watch this movie. There's no need for you being like this. Like, relax. So, the movie goes on. Somebody is doing something. One of the little fuckheads or I don't know, cheering, whatever, just being stupid, you know, whatever the case may be. Somebody says something to him. Somebody says, uh, the nigga say something back. Now I'm watching a movie, but I hear him going back and forth. Next thing you fucking know, I just see out the corner of my eye, niggas just really throwing hella hands, hella hands. I'm like, God damn. What pissed me off is 
it was right at the part in the movie where Stevie's older brother got punked by fuck shit. And watching the fucking previews, I'm like, damn. I'm looking forward to see what happens in this scene. Right as that happens, the whole fight break out, right? So when I finally look back into the movie, look at the movie, fuck shit is like put is like mushing his brother in the face and shit like that. And I'm like, damn, I done missed the whole fucking confrontation. Cause these niggas really fighting in the goddamn theater. So that was wild, you know. But that was a good movie. Then I went to go see Halloween. You know I was hyped for that shit. So the movie's starting, right? And it's playing. The opening scene. And then the motherfucking character says, Say something! And then it just cuts to the title, Halloween. The dude is sitting beside me. Hell yeah! He yells out. (laughs) And I say under my breath, which I ain't mean to say it that loud because he kind of looked at me. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. This is who I'm sitting beside. Because I'm like, I just went through this shit yesterday. Niggas like, like, bro, other people are in the movie. Relax. And this nigga was low-key doing this shit throughout the whole movie. Now, thank God it was a little subtle. But every time Michael would like kill somebody or some shit, like his graphic and he's in there like, yes. Oh, fuck yeah. This and that. Like, like my nigga, shut the fuck up. Watch the movie. He did all that. And then when the movie ended, because it was kind of abrupt, it was a kind of shitty ending. I'm not going to lie. Because it was just like, what? Like, the movie just ended? Like, what? And he was just like, he just got up hella quick. Oh, fuck this shit, man. This fucking, this shit sucks. I'm like, jeez, bro. And then it sucked like, I don't know. He must have been a drunk or something. Because the movie was at 1145. Either he came in from a fresh night, hungover than a bitch of hard drinking, or he woke up that morning and just got it in. But I could just smell the liquor through his pores, and it was just like, ugh, like that was a shitty smell, you know. So it was kind. Of, so I, I can imagine how people like when I used to go to the fucking theater and be blowing down hella chronic. In my car before I'd fucking uh, go to the theater. I can, I, so I imagine the same way I felt about him just smelling the liquor through his fucking pores. That's probably how people felt sitting beside me like, damn, this nigga just reeks a fucking chronic, you know. But uh, I'm still going to say whatever. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that because I just hate to smell liquor like that. But uh, yeah, this has been a long pot. I damn near went an hour. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, guys, you know, the long story short of this whole entire podcast is shut the fuck up. Get over it. Appreciate niggas for their music. Like, like, like fucking Charles Barkley said way back when I'm nobody's role model. I'm nobody's role model. Don't look for me for this shit. Y'all stop looking for Kanye. Like. No, he don't speak for us. He damn sure don't speak for me. I'm grown. I don't give a fuck what Kanye got to say to Trump. Hell, I never gave a fuck about what Kanye had to say about fashion. And it's not a motherfucker walking around on these streets, especially in L.A., that you just can't see the influence of motherfucking Kanye West. I still don't give a fuck to hear about what the hell Kanye got to say about some goddamn clothes. I'll take my black ass to the thrift shop and find some, own, some of my own fly shit. I don't care. Nigga, drop the music. That's what I'm hot about. That's what's going to make me cancel Kanye. The same, the night before the uh, the Yandy album was supposed to drop, me and my brother's waiting in line downtown at the Standard. I tell my bro, now, if this album, don't, if I wake up in the morning, and there's not a Kanye album, I'm going to be tight. I'm going to be pissed. That's some shit that's going to make me say, all right, whatever, I'm cool on Kanye. Because that is what I'm going to deem as very unprofessional. This nigga is a musician. He's an artist. I don't give a fuck. My nigga, if you going to go out there on the limb and drop the date and say there's a date, nigga, stick to it. 
Drop it. Now my nigga that went from whenever it was September was it September? September twenty was well, that's what it was. I think it was September 29th. Now you push the shit all the way back to November. Come on, fam. Now if that shit don't drop in November, I'll be cool on Kanye. Now I'm not saying I won't ever listen to him again. But I won't be anticipating the albums anymore. I whatever. That's when I won't give a fuck about Ye no more. And I'm still gonna give a fuck. But I'm just gonna be like, all right, whatever, nigga. That's when I'm gonna be like that. As far as brother nature. Y'all, he was 12 years old. Shut the fuck up. Like, let him say some shit like that now that he's 20 years old. Now that holds a little bit more weight. You know what I'm saying? He's still young and stupid at 20, but still, that holds a little bit more weight. A 12-year-old? Come on, guys. Come on, world. Come on, society. There's no fucking way in hell... We're holding a 12-year-old to the fire about some dumbass tweets. Niggas shouldn't even have been tweeting. Motherfuckers just came up in the era. Come on now. I can only imagine. That's like going back and trying to find some of my Insta messages. Let a motherfucker go back. Like, come on, my nigga. Somebody go through and dig up my old AOL. I think my shit was like Track Boy 3. Track boy run some it has something to do with track. Running track and shit. Something like that. I don't know. Like, come on, my nigga. Y'all tripping. We tripping out here. We tripping for that one. Like, cancel these nuts. Fuck a, a cancel culture. Cancel these nuts. Everybody want to be mad about 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 some shit now. Like, I don't understand it. Like, niggas' lives must be really on point. And maybe if I wasn't living in L.A., I might give a fuck more about shit. But I be living, like, I'm out here living in L.A. Rent so goddamn high, man. Gas so goddamn high. I got bad spending habits and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just hard for me to give a fuck about a whole lot of other shit. Besides just what the fuck is going on in my own goddamn head. Because that's fucked up. I be trying my hardest to get the fuck out of that. That's, that's partly why I'm on Sober October. That's why I ain't really been smoking no weed. Because I ain't had a good high in so goddamn long, man. I smoke weed and just get so far. Into, I, the rabbit hole in my mind, it, it be too heavy, man. It be too heavy. I be thinking, I be going in deep dives about shit I, do, I just do not want to think about. I just got too much shit going on with myself to really just give so many fucks. About what the fuck Like how I'm supposed to give a fuck about what Kanye talking about When nigga I'm over here trying to figure out How to pay this You know Like how How do we How Shout out y'all niggas for wanting to be aware I'm not woke I'm sleep I'm sleep I ain't, I ain't even got time for it But anyways guys I'm out Uh, If my phone Let me see if my phone on If my phone on I'm gonna play me a jam I'm gonna finish out with a jam Oh, we got 3%. Hold up. We're going to finish out with something. You know, on my Joe Button, on my Joe Button shit. On my Joe Button shit. We're going to finish out with something. Just, you know, just something, just something dope. Just something dope right quick. Oh, Young the Giant. All right, I'm with that. I'm with Young the Giant. I'm with Young the Giant. I'm with Young the Giant. Listen to some jams. Oh, oh, my shit ain't even playing. I thought it was coming out. I was like, well, down. How come it don't sound that loud? This group right here is, a, is another reason why I wanted to come to California. 
this first album, Young the Giant, titled Young the Giant, when I hear this, I'm like, damn, California sounds cool as fuck. Peace out, guys.